Hello lovely souls. Welcome to the Two Souls One Chai podcast. With me Umair and my lovely wife Rabiel. This is a podcast where we talk about living a good story by sharing with you life and personal development advice. So grab a cup of chai and come join our conversations every Sunday evening. Assalamu alaikum everyone. Hello friends, welcome back to another episode uh, with us on Two Souls, One Chai. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I think we have we took a break and now we are finally back. Uh, Feels different, although it was just one week. Yeah, it felt yeah. like a lifetime. It's like <laughs> as if I went on a month-long holiday and then I'm back and it's I'm like rusty. I, it's like I have to get used to speaking like this again. But. Yeah. Hi guys, ho, 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 hope ho, you ho, missed ho. us <laughs> because we missed you guys. <laughs> well, and you know, uh, <laughs> we hope uh, you have been actually following this week's theme where we are touching on interpersonal skills. So, you know, starting off on a blog post uh, on Chai Time Wednesdays, we wrote about fine-tuning your interpersonal skills and... The, it was more about the foundations of it, um, the theory behind it, and then came the video on Friday evening uh, where we actually went deeper into using all of that uh, in social settings and social gatherings. And today, as we have mentioned earlier, what is it going to be about? Today we are going to talk about how can you be an effective public speaker? So in the in the blog post, we discussed all the skills you need. And then today, we'll basically be sharing with you how you can put it into practice in the setting of, you know, uh, let's say, public pu- public speaking. Rabil, I <laughs> public think... Public speaking I, setting. I think Rabil needs to listen to this podcast after it. I should do it solo. Ah, very funny. <laughs> no, guys, let us know. Should we do it solo or I should be a part of it? I think guys, I'm an integral part of this guys, podcast. Guys, if you're interested in a solo podcast of mine, you, you can see, always I, listen I to knew it. I knew it. Guys, my husband is really vain. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, uh, we have a couple of points and, uh, and items that we would like to actually share with you. Uh, I mean, no items here, just tips and advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> but yeah, tips and advice uh, for you on you know how to be an effective public speaker. And it doesn't mean uh, when we actually mention public speaker that you are going on a TED talk or you're going to speak in front of a thousand people. Public speaking could be as simple as you know uh, whether you're working and you have to give a presentation in front of clients that you don't know or. Um, you are actually uh, in school and you have to get in front of your class and speak to people. Or you have to give a wedding speech. <laughs> I swear I was going to say that, yeah. <laughs> For your friend or your own wedding own speech. Own wedding, yeah. So, so it doesn't have to be like a TED Talk. Uh, like a formal setting, yeah. yeah. So, you know, uh, based on that, the, the first point that we like to share with you is voice control. You know, uh, you... The, the most important thing about public speaker, apart from, you know, your appearance and everything, is the voice and the command over your voice, whether it has the uh, tonality in it, uh, whether do you have the emotions. You know, uh, if you are actually 
mentioning something happy? Is there excitement in your voice? Uh, if you are sad, uh, does that bring uh, come across in your voice? And does it match your message? Exactly. And that is why, you know, if you actually listen to audiobooks, uh, you will only enjoy audiobooks whereas the narrator uh, actually has emotions. Um, and I think it's also about uh, ver- ver- varying your tone. Like you can't, let's say you can't talk in a, you can't talk throughout in an exci- with, with an excited tone. Yeah. And at the same time, it can't also be mellow all the time. Otherwise, it will be monotonous, correct? Exactly. So like knowing when to, when to vary your tone, when to be high-pitched, when to be low-pitched. Yeah. You know, that also kind of brings flavor in when you're speaking publicly. 100%. And the other thing is, you know, in voice control, how do you actually get control over your voice is actually deep breathing. Mm. It, it does help you with anxiety. And, and and basically, like for me personally, before, like, let's say when I used to go for training, when I used to train, uh, when I used to train a group of students, uh, I usually experience fear of public speaking. So how I uh, overcame that was to do deep breathing before I start. Yeah. So that that helps with anxiety. But not only that, when you learn to do deep breathing, it also helps you in controlling your tone, your pitch, and volume. So when I when I was trained to be a, to become a trainer, my trainer shared with me that if you want to increase your volume, instead of using your throat to increase your volume. Uh, use your diaphragm to um, increase your volume, basically. So that's like a good tip to, you know, control your voice. Yeah. So, you know, that's tip number one. So whenever you get an opportunity to speak to people, learn to control your voice. So I think that is the basic of it. Uh, The second thing that follows up uh, with this is body language. We have had mentioned this in the other uh, parts of this theme, whether it was a blog post or the video. Body language is very important. And once again, I am sharing this again. If you watched the video, you would have heard it. You're in a conversation, only about 7%, they say apparently, research has said, is conversational. 93% is your body language, the way you portray. So if you have gained command of your voice, you know, you know, Uh, when to speak loud, when to bring in emotions, your body should also express that. Because otherwise, if you, uh, unless you are a stand-up comic where you want to give a poker face and uh, tell a joke, (laughs) I think that's fine. But in most settings, your body language uh, speaks louder than your words. Like for example, let's say you're a motivational speaker. You can't fidget around and have a poker face while motivating others, right? So that is why your your facial expressions, uh, your hand gestures, the way you're moving from one place to the other on the stage yeah. should match the mes- message you're trying to, you know, give. Exactly. So that is why we always say that body language uh, and your voice and your tonality, those things speaks louder than your words. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, some of the tips uh, on body language. Uh, if you actually watch the video, we gave some tips there. And now there's some tips. Uh, Specific as a, to this. To this, yes, as a public speaker. So, you know, the first one is when you are on stage, you know, a lot of people are nervous. Uh, for me, I've given, I've been on stage a lot of times. I've hosted events, uh, whether it is uh, <laughs> professionally or, or beyond that. 
Uh, today also when I go into a training, because for me, I actually uh, hit in my corporate, uh, you know, in my corporate career, I actually uh, hate training and development. So whenever I do still speak to people, you'd still get nervous. But it's not that uh, uh, no one is nervous. Everyone is still nervous. You're not sure how your audience will react to you. But there's certain tips uh, that you should um, have and you should always follow them and then you will get comfortable. It's the same, you know, when we actually start the podcast, maybe the first one, two minutes, you're still a bit um, getting nervous. in the groove. And then and then along the way, you get your mojo. So the first one... What's is, up with you and mojo? You keep using that word. Yeah. What uh, does it mean? Uh, Google will tell you the answer. <laughs> I, uh, how do I? Wow, say? Umar doesn't even know what's the meaning of the word he's using. But it has a feel. I, okay. Mojo, yeah. Yolo. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> it's not yolo. It's yodo. It's yolo. No. You only live once. You only die once. You live every day. <laughs> I'm reconsidering my decision to marry this man. Well, it's too late. You're already married. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So, stuck for life. Anyway, um, so the first one is stand up right. You know, when you are in front of people, have your posture that tells confidence. I don't know why Rabbi suddenly went, she went all stiff and no, she, no, she's standing no. up right. No, I'm just like looking at you and smiling. <laughs> uh, I'm just thinking that my husband is such a joker. <laughs> <laughs> and as you stand up right, you know, plant your feet, stand tall and be firm. Always uh, give uh, the impression of confidence, even though plant your feet. Plant your feet, yeah. So even though if you are nervous, but you should always express a body language of confidence. I mean, these are basically like an actor. You see, it's kind of like fake it till you make it. Exactly. (laughs) If you look at actors, you know when whether they're doing drama, they're doing a film. uh, It's all about coming up with those emotions and making people believe. I mean, the guy could be... We've heard about a lot of actors, you know, they're actually going through depressions, but they do the most... Uh, the, the roles are all comic. They do a lot of funny roles, but in reality, they're going through depression or someone that is really happy in their life. And when they come on screen, they play really sad, sorrow um, characters. It's mm. about understanding how you want to behave at that point. Uh, the other thing is, you know, when you do all of that, your facial expressions should match your message. So in facial expressions itself, there are certain expressions that you can control. Mm-hmm. Your eyes, your smile. But there is another tip that I will give you is there are micro expressions. Micro expressions are things that we can't fake about. It's You might be smiling, but your eyes might be squinting a little uh, the way your eyes blink uh, or, or your smile, you know, it keeps widening up and then you're closing it. Micro expressions are something that we cannot control. Mm-hmm. And people that actually learn about body language, they learn to catch micro expressions. So, you know, if you're actually having a conversation with someone, they can fake it. But if you learn how to read micro expressions, you can know their true intent. So, what's the solution to that? Is to actually feel be honest with your feeling if you are on stage you know tell yourself you're going to be confident uh it's positive affirmation kind of like uh set your intentions right exactly and affirm yourself exactly you know uh, affirm yourself that you can do it exactly so you know if you actually believe that you can do it even though you may be nervous once you go on stage your body will 
uh, react in that way. So yeah. even when you smile, your micro expressions will support. And I think that's why also uh, kind of like uh, lowering your stress levels also helps. Yeah. That is why, you know, we shared about deep breathing. Like, you know, before you go on stage or before you start your presentation, you know, manage your stress first so that yeah. it doesn't show uh, when you're actually presenting or when you're actually speaking in public. That's right. So I think let's go to the third tip. Yeah. And the third tip is about delivery. And the f- very first point, you know, I would like to share here is that when you prepare a script for your, you know, presentation or whatever it is that you're going for, prepare a script, yes. But when you're actually speaking, don't blindly follow the script. Because when you're just mm-hmm. reading off the script, you get stressed. You feel like you're missing out on certain points. But yeah. when you just go free flow, then I feel like you're more confident. Like you need to believe that, okay, you have done your research, you have your script, you know what you need to say. You don't need to follow your script. Yeah. So that's like tip number one. I mean, sorry, that's like point number one for this tip. Yeah. And then at the same time, knowing, you know, how fast or how slow you're talking. Yep. Like your pace can't be too slow. Otherwise, people will just fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. And you 100%. can't be too fast either because then no one can catch up with you. Yep. So it's about, uh, you know, basically having like a conversational pace. How yeah. you would talk to your best friend, let's say. You know, yep. That kind of pace. And also knowing, you know, when to take pauses. Yep. You know, uh, pauses, like, uh, like for example, if you're speaking and you just uh, spoke about a very important point, when you pause at those moments, right, people know, okay, you know, she just said something important. Yeah. She or he said something important. So, you know, knowing when to take pauses is also important. Yeah, just like how I know how to take a pause <laughs> and I've been silent this whole Yeah, time. and I'm just like, why is he not speaking? <laughs> pause at the right places and and okay another thing also about this is avoid fillers so like things like um uh things like that yeah so especially when it's like a formal formal uh kind of public speaking yes knowing you know knowing oh, can you please help me <laughs> well basically you ask for help i shall help yeah i always help you without ask you asking me no you don't you like to interject there's a difference okay help friend. me <laughs> so it's it's about being sorry it's about being aware uh, of you know the fillers you use we all tend to use fillers like even i tend to say uh, a lot if i'm stuck yeah so being aware of that and trying to reduce it i'm not saying that completely like uh, omit it sometimes we tend to do it so at least, like, minimize it, you know? Well, that actually happens when you have done enough of public speaking and then there are parts where, you know, you are stuck or you are planning to take a pause. Then you will actually have certain words or phrases that you will bring in instead of, mm, uh, mm, oh, okay. Yeah. So, so it takes time to get it, there. It does take time because when, for the first time, when you are actually on a stage or you are presenting in front of people, there will, even though you may have a script at hand, but to get the flow, uh, it might not be there. So you will actually add in fillers. So it, so takes, it takes time to it get there. It takes practice, but yes. At least we can start with, you know, minimizing it. Exactly. So... so and then, you know, uh, with that, the other thing is always articulate and pronounce right. right. So that... I mean, these are like really basics. Exactly. Because that, that, that is important. Because if you look at the delivery itself, it's, it's a very strong... Uh, it's, it's actually one of the main parts when you are actually uh, presenting to people. 
you may have gotten your voice control you may have the body language right but if your delivery is going to be off the script uh, or even though if you have a script and you have not rehearsed the script and you're it, just constantly referring to it exactly it's going to come across very bad you see for Rabil and I when we do a podcast we don't have a script but what we do have is actually points. Research. So we have done our research. We have added in our points, our thoughts, and it's in a notepad in front of us. That is just to help us give reference. But when we're having the conversation, we take the mm. content from there and we, and then we create... We don't, script the, we don't script the dialogues and the conversations. No, exactly. it's, it's really just just the information, the research we want to talk about. Yeah. But we go free flow in the moment, like however we want to say it. Exactly. So... It all depends, you know. Uh, like, for me, whenever I have been on stage, uh, most of the times what I do is I do get a hang of my script and then I will go on stage and then do it along the way because you improvise. Uh, that is uh, that, that is a key part of it. So, um, always work on your delivery. Uh, you got to rehearse uh, before you get on uh, in front of your audience. And, and, you know, along the way, you will actually become confident. So, you know, so far we've spoken about voice, body language, delivery. Actually, I really like what you mentioned about improvising because it kind of like links links to the next uh, tip we're going to share is audience relations. Yeah. You know, that's why it's kind of important to be flexible and to know how how when to improvise because you never know you might you might do your preparations, your script is ready and everything. But when you go, uh, you know, on stage or you're presenting, you realize, okay, this doesn't doesn't really match with my audience. So it's really important to know when to improvise. Yeah. So what's important is that, you know, uh, for you to be in tune with your audience. Uh, because from experience, I can tell, you know, even as simple as meetings, when we are in meetings, uh, they might be over Zoom. Uh, what happens at time is, you have someone presenting and then it's not aligned with what the audience uh, actually uh, is expecting. Mm. It doesn't match the expectations. So you should be able to either rescue that meeting, you know, redirect it or, or take a step back and call for another meeting. So that is on Zoom, you know, when you're doing it uh, remotely. But when you're physically in front of someone or even when you're doing a live webinar when the audience is there, you should always hear response from your audience, Mm -hmm. whether they are in tune with you. Do they understand uh, the message that you are delivering over to them? So I guess the very first thing you should do uh, when you start your presentation or when you start your speaking is to set the expectations right, you know? Yeah. To tell... People want to know what's in it for them. So make sure you tell them why are they here and why should they listen to you. Yeah. So that's kind of like the first 60 seconds is what your the first 60 seconds will either make it or break it, you know. So so that is where you can actually grab their attention. Yeah. Once you have uh, once you grab their attention in the first 60 seconds, then I think the rest of the time you're kind of like sorted out. So yeah. this first 60 seconds really matters. So yeah, exactly. You know, once you have done that, um, when you're in front of people, l- look at how they are responding. You see, we mentioned about your body language, but at the same time, if you have the ability to understand body language, you will know whether your audience is interested. 
when you are actually you know uh, having a conversation see whether they are focused at you one of the other tips is uh, are they always looking over at the door because when we are getting bored uh, we will want to look at the door so it's subconsciously trying to exit um, that, that setting the other tip is even the way their feet are planted if their feet are planted towards the door you know that they're not so interested so that's another body language I didn't tip. know that yeah i actually when i was reading body language over time that's one thing that i saw uh, you see people scribbling on a piece of paper they might be getting bored they might be zoned out but they have no choice but be there so the thing is you know if you actually start realizing while well, your audience is getting bored uh either stop and then make make a total different change you know crack a joke or something or, or ask them a question get them to engage with you mm-hmm. uh at the same time is you know take a break simple you know what? we'll take a 5 minutes break and then we'll come back that gives you 5 minutes to see where how you, you can probably change things up exactly you know uh make eye contact with them you know uh one way is when you are there make eye contact with them smile um it might be daunting to look at your audience but find some friendly faces in the yeah. audience so make eye contact with them connect with them see whether you you are getting nods uh because you, if if you do realize most people today don't have an attention span beyond 30 minutes after the 30 minute mark a lot of people will start zoning out yeah uh no matter how good of a speaker is a lot of times you tend to get zoned out that's why i think mary is right about engagement like instead of you talking only you know kind of like keep them on their feet you know ask them questions engage, uh, engage them. them maybe have some activities here and there so that they know they have to pay attention otherwise they wouldn't be able to engage with you right so exactly. it kind of it kind of makes makes them uh, listen to you yeah and and one one other tip is that you know like rabel mentioned start off with an intro tell them the objective and then you go into the main part and let's say you have many sub parts as you complete one part uh, conclude that part so you know they remember uh, if you actually doing a presentation you have slides on uh, make them more uh, graphical make mm. them more interesting a lot of times people tend to put words but we forget it's a presentation which is to be presented by the presenter people are not there to read the presentations yeah. that is just to captivate give people an idea and then you explain And you know like if if you want to make sure that uh, your audience is understanding your message maybe you can you know have a reflection with them ask them questions see yeah. if see if they have uh, gotten your message right so that's also another way of engaging with your audience Exactly see uh, you know whether you can create games activities yeah. like so Like for for example when I used to go for training I I basically used to train students uh, in life skills basically I say basically a lot but anyway yeah. uh, that's your filler and and you know <laughs> and when you're uh, training students students attention span is even shorter than adults yeah, right limited. so when i could no- when i noticed that okay you know this particular class have too much energy they won't listen to me you know talking about life and all so what i would do is i would just replace it with activities use the energy in the right way and then through that activity i would draw the lesson yep so it really it, it really depends on who your audience is and how you can change things up for them yeah and and at the end of the day you know this uh, whether we spoke about voice body language uh we spoke about um delivery or or you know audience relations these are just on a surface level 
uh, then there are tips that we give. But at the end of the day, what's what's most important is to find your style. Yeah. The the style is going to be unique to you, uh, the way you would like to present your message. So you can take all of this, you know, create your own style. And if you are someone that is given a lot of opportunity to speak, over the years, you'll have a different style. Yeah. Uh, and your style has to be unique to you. Where like you don't really have to copy what others are doing exactly like everyone has a different style for me for instance my style is story uh, storytelling so whenever i'm speaking in public i kind of like to tell my personal stories to make it more relatable for my audience similarly i think omar's style is very different he likes to add in humor here and there that's yeah. that's his style right that's your style actually stories you know i read in uh, in the book uh, talk like that uh, how to be a TED-like speaker. They actually mentioned if your presentation have stories in it where people can connect with, it actually makes it inter- interesting mm. because, you know, from young, we, we like hearing stories from storybooks to fairy tales. And when you engage with the audience with a story, I think that is something uh, that, that it people makes like. You, and it makes you more human and approachable, you know? Yeah. Like those listening to you wouldn't feel intimidated by you or wouldn't feel like uh, you are above You are above them, you know? They, they realize that, hey, we are all the same. We're human. And it makes it practical. Yeah. Because uh, in theory, you can talk about a lot of things, but can it be made practical? I think that's where stories come in. Uh, humor is used to just lighten the mood. Uh, so, yeah... Um, I mean, uh, one of the good books I can recommend if you're actually going to be speaking uh, professionally or in school is the, pre- the it's one is Talk Like Ted. I think that's a good book uh, that you should uh, read. The other one is The Presentation Secrets of Steve Jobs. Um, I mean, he has nailed it. There are different people of presenting different things. So... Uh, you, if you can make it minimally, if you watch uh, whenever Apple has a launch for their products or iPhones when Steve Jobs was around, it was amazing. It was captivating. The way you go on stage, use the, the way his presentation, his slides would back up the way he's speaking. So And his slides were usually just pictures. Exactly. No words at all. Yeah. So at the end of the day, uh, you know, find your own style that's unique to you. Find your voice. Your voice and where you're basically confident. Well. Now we are at the tail end of the podcast. <laughs> well, guys, yes. Uh, so as you, style. as you know, you know, from last uh, podcast that we did now, we're actually doing it mainly uh, in, there's the intro, this is the main segment, and then there is the outro. So, you know, uh, you can actually stay tuned to the outro, you, uh, where we actually share how you can connect with us how you can reach out to us. Uh, and, and you know, guys, if you actually have topics that you think um, that you we should be speaking about, let us know because we actually now have uh, a topic bank, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from some of the people that have messaged us over time. We're collecting it and slowly we do tap onto it and see where we go with it. And you can, you guys can even uh, send us an audio message. Yes. If you go to anchor.fm, uh, you can send us an audio message. How exactly is it done, Omar? Well, basically, you just have to go to anchor.fm and mm-hmm. then I believe there's a button called send an audio message. So they have to go to our channel, correct? So you go to anchor.fm backslash 
uh, Two Souls One Chai. Uh, you can just search us on Anchor.fm. Yes. And you can send us an audio message. You know, share share with us your thoughts or you know any questions or any topic we should share. So do feel free to contact us through that or any any of our social media handles. Yes, and guys, you know what? Uh, stay tuned for the outro of this episode where we, where we conclude today's episode. And uh, Robin and I will see you next Sunday, same time, same place. Same day, definitely, same time. Well, I think our podcasts are... Actually, more yeah, timely. our podcast our, is... Our videos are a bit uh, <laughs> delayed. But, but you know what? Till then, uh, take care. And a laugh is... Allah Hafiz comes in the outro, I believe. Yeah, actually, no, no Allah Hafiz yet. Wait, uh, wait till the we, outro. We, we are Desi, you know, uh, whenever guests come over to your place, Pakistani or Desi people. We say Allah Hafiz a, a, uh, a few times. A hundred times, yeah. Have to hear, you have to hear it one more time. <laughs> so, this is the first Allah Hafiz, but you know what? Stay tuned for the outro that's coming right up. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of the Two Souls One Chai podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to follow and subscribe to us. And if you found something of value, do share it on your social media platform and tag us. We can be found on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Moreover, we would like to thank Anchor, which allows us to create these amazing episodes and bring it to you all. And if you have any questions or thoughts, hit us up on hello at twosoulsonechai.com and don't forget to follow our website for more content each week. Till then, take care and, and Allah, Allah Hafiz! Hafiz.